0: July 24th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor,
1: And I'm Riley Fessler.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Russia has accused Ukraine of being responsible for a drone attack that caused damage to two buildings in Moscow, with the Russian Defense Ministry stating that the drones were suppressed and crashed without causing casualties. In a separate incident, Russian-installed officials ordered an evacuation in Crimea after a reported Ukrainian drone attack on an ammunition depot. Ukraine, on the other hand, reported injuries and the destruction of a grain hangar and new Russian drone attacks on its southern Odessa region. The attacks on Odessa have been escalating since Russia withdrew from a grain deal. Moscow's mayor confirmed the drone strikes and while the buildings were non-residential and not significantly damaged, drone fragments were found near the Defense Ministry's buildings. Russia had previously accused Ukraine of similar drone attacks, and the latest attack in Odessa came just a day after Russia targeted the city with missile strikes, destroying a historic cathedral, prompting a condemnation from UNESCO. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky vowed retaliation for the attack.
1: The recent national election in Spain resulted in a split parliament with no clear governing majority. The center-right popular party secured the most votes, but lacks enough seats to form a government on its own or with its preferred coalition partner, the far-right Vox party. Conservative leader Alberto Núñez Fejo aims to form a minority government, but lacks the necessary support to become the prime minister. Current prime minister Pedro Sánchez, has a complex route to victory by securing the backing of left-wing allies. To become the next prime minister, Sanchez must negotiate with regional allies, including Catalan separatists. If he fails to secure parliamentary support, Spain may face another election. Meanwhile, Sanchez will remain as head of government in a caretaker position until a new prime minister is confirmed. The future leadership of the popular party's leader, Fejo, remains uncertain.
0: U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken stated that Ukraine has recaptured about 50% of the territory initially seized by Russia during its invasion. However, he emphasized that Kyiv still faces a challenging battle to reclaim more territory. The counteroffensive is in its early stages and could take several months to unfold. While Ukraine has regained some villages and areas near Bakhmut, It has not made a significant breakthrough against heavily fortified Russian lines. The U.S. plans to provide F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine with a coalition of 11 nations set to train Ukrainian pilots starting in August. The delivery and training process is estimated to take at least 18 months. The United States has already provided over $41 billion in military aid to Ukraine since the Russian invasion in February 2022.
1: Elsewhere, former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro faces multiple challenges as he contemplates a political comeback. Amidst various criminal investigations into his actions, there is uncertainty about who could lead a viable challenge to Lula's Workers' Party in the 2026 elections. Some believe Bolsonaro's political career is nearing its end, with potential candidates emerging from the right wing including Sao Paulo State Governor Tarcísio de Freitas. Bolsonaro's previous rise to power was influenced by unique circumstances, such as Brazil's economic recession and the car wash corruption probe. However, his lack of leadership and political support diminishes odds of a successful return to office. Criminal convictions could further jeopardize his political future. Meanwhile, Bolsonaro's son, Eduardo, has been actively promoting his father's image through merchandise maintaining Bolsonaro as a symbol of the right in Brazil.
0: Typhoon Doksuri, also known as Egay in the Philippines, has rapidly intensified and may develop into a super typhoon with maximum sustained winds of 100 kilometers per hour and gusts up to 170 kilometers per hour. It poses a threat to land north of the Philippines and may pass close to Taiwan. The Philippine Weather Agency, PAGASA, forecasts it will hit or closely pass the northern islands of the Philippines between Tuesday and Wednesday. The U.S. military's Joint Typhoon Warning Center predicts it will be around 90 kilometers off the port city of Kaohsiung in southern Taiwan on Wednesday. Some areas in the eastern Philippines have hoisted a second-level wind signal indicating light to moderate risks to light structures. The typhoon may also bring rains to other parts of Luzon Island due to its impact on the southwest monsoon. President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. suspended government work and public school classes in Metro Manila for Monday due to weather risks and a scheduled transport strike. The typhoon's projected path also includes possible impacts on Taipei Hong Kong, and Shanghai later in the week.
1: Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been released from the hospital following an emergency heart procedure, but the nation is now facing a crisis ahead of a parliamentary vote on a major legislation aimed at retaking the country's justice system. The proposed judicial overhaul, driven by a coalition of ultra-nationalist and ultra-religious parties, has divided the country leading to widespread demonstrations and opposition. President Isaac Herzog is trying to find a compromise between the opposing sides, but tensions remain high. The United States, a close ally, has expressed concerns over the divisive legal changes. Netanyahu's personal and political motives are also under scrutiny, as he is on trial for corruption charges. The situation is closely watched in Washington, with fears that the cohesion of Israel's powerful military could be affected by the ongoing crisis.
0: In lighter news, Elon Musk and Twitter CEO Linda Yaccarino revealed a new logo for Twitter featuring a white X on a black background to replace the iconic blue bird symbol. Yaccarino and Musk both shared the new logo on their Twitter handles, generating mixed reactions from users. Musk had previously suggested changing Twitter's color scheme from blue to black, and expressed his intention to create an everything app called X. The new logo marks Twitter's shift toward becoming X, envisioned as a future state of unlimited interactivity centered around audio, video, messaging, payments, and banking. Yakarino took over as CEO amid Twitter's efforts to recover from a decline in advertising revenue. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.